0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Grim Dark Tales podcast. Uh, this is this is another um, Let's Talk Tactics episode. That's what I've been calling them. Uh, I'm I'm joined again by Jordan. Hello, that's Jordan, everyone um and uh we thought we would last time we did a very long uh two-hour podcast segment where we discussed the troops choices of basically every faction uh we actually did f- forget uh we forgot demons i feel really bad we did just forget did for most factions. for most factions, the ones we that matter oh oh no poor guys well, uh, today we thought maybe we would try something new and um, just sort of crunch uh, one specific thing instead of a huge sprawling thing like every troop's choice of every faction and instead we thought uh we would just do one data sheet type of one faction
1: yeah and i just uh, big thank you to everyone who listened and commented yeah we got because, a lot of
0: amazing input on yeah the last
1: one. and that's definitely like the fact that people listen is like cool if you guys listen we'll do more mm-hmm. um because we love interacting with you guys in the discord afterwards and also like your suggestions Pointing out what we missed or skimmed over is what made made us think like, oh, we should we should do it a little differently.
0: Yeah, we should we should split it up so that we give every little bit the
1: attention it deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, so we won't be covering demons or g- anything else about Skatari because we're only giving things the attention they deserve.
0: <sighs> we
1: just lost Jesse. I'm sorry, Jesse.
0: We just lost our one.
1: We'll cover. But do this Kari have fast attack? That's another episode. We'll cover them.
0: They do, but yeah, we'll cover that in different. Uh, okay, so um, in this in this episode, we thought we would uh, just cover fast attack choices, and specifically for the Astromilitarum. Mm-hmm. So um, we both have Astromilitarum armies. We do. Uh, you collect the Codex Astromilitarum, and I collect Death Corps of Krieg. Um, you have uh, mixed regiments. You typically use katachan and mm-hmm. one other. It uh, seems like usually use Cadian um, for the yeah. Roles. Sometimes
1: I'll um if I'm playing for playing more competitively or whatever, if we're actually trying to be optimal. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do mixed. Yeah. Um more often than not I prefer to just run them all as Katachin, even yeah. though some of my models are Kadian.
0: Yeah, um, but your Cadians you use as your own regiment, yeah. Vostok. So yeah. you can swap them out technically. Yeah, but
1: They've been sort of um absorbed into the my Catachan regiment and they're now they're more Catachan now than man. Than
0: man, yeah. It's almost as if they should all have strength four. I yeah. Yeah.
1: I would argue for that. Yeah. Um
0: do Catachans have another Buff. they
1: get a leadership i was going to um, say they get buff a leadership buff, buff, office, don't they? officers which is very nice
0: it's awesome because yeah. obviously th- the fluff of that is they're designed to compensate for the fact that they hate commissars yeah um and f- funnily enough with
1: the uh, change to commissars yeah. it's like you would never it doesn't offset the commissar anymore you just would never take a commissar right so I it's mean, just the, better the commissar does give you that plus one leadership um or you can use the commissar's leadership Yes, you it. can. Yeah. So like, yes, that buff replaces that. Mm-hmm. But like now, you would never take the commissar anyways, so it's right. like it's just a nice little treat for If you're taking
0: a commissar, you're doing it for fun at yeah, this point. Yeah. Right. I'd, you know. Yeah. I would have done it.
1: And ketachens
0: um, have natural buffs that sort of make but them The commissar's
1: sword broke off. Rip.
0: Rip your commissar's sword. Rip in peace. Spent hours on that model. Um so moving on from that tragic bit of drama there. Um we've decided to focus on the fast attack. Mm-hmm. I, I this is an interesting one because I feel like guard obviously their their probably most famous options would be their troops and their tanks. Yes. Um so fast attack is sort of an interesting though it does include a tank but mm-hmm. uh generally speaking they're known for their their troops, their Lehman Russes, and, like, artillery support. Yeah. Um, so, to talk about their fast attack, I think we're looking at maybe some of their less explored
1: options. Mm-hmm. But options that we we all know and love. Yes. Or at least I love. Yeah. And some of them I know. Uh, so, should we just... We can just dive right should in. Should we just dive right in? The yeah. first... Uh, Data sheet mm-hmm. in the book is the Hellhound, yep, which has three variants. Um, which we both had sort of forgotten the third variant. Um, there's the Hellhound, <clears throat> which is armed with the Inferno cannon, that's the one you see a lot because it's very, very good. Very good. Um, that second one, the Devil Dog, mm-hmm. which has the uh Melta cannon, which is actually Assault D3. We were talking about this before we got started. We were worried it was going to be heavy. D3. Yeah, I was
0: assuming it was a heavy, but that's awesome that it's assault. It
1: is assault D three. I uh, so it's basically an assault D three, Melta gun, mm-hmm. but it's AP yeah strength AP minus four D six damage yep. and the melted roll. But assault D three shots. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Twenty four inch Um, the chassis has a twelve inch move. So I mean, like, I don't know what the points are on that. Eric's got the points up. Yeah, hopefully GW's um, legal team won't. Honestly.
0: <laughs> the points uh i won't go into the specifics but uh the points of the devil dog specifically so mm-hmm. um is uh 101 points really how does yeah. that
1: compare to a hellhound
0: so a hellhound is also 101
1: huh so huh it's an interesting I, f- I think i might still be inclined to well let's talk about let's talk about the third one Yeah. And then let's talk about why we might take each one okay um the Third one is the Bane Wolf, which has the Chem Cannon. Yes. Which is uh heavy D6. Yep. Um the Chem Cannon. The Chem Cannon. Heavy D6. Uh, auto hits, mm-hmm. always wounds on a two up unless it's targeting a vehicle. Yep. And it's AP minus three damage one. Which um,
0: that's that's a pretty interesting. It's set very line. interesting. Is that also 101? No, it's
1: eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cheaper. That's tasty. Yep. Um My thoughts, I guess, when I look at those, these are
0: by the way, these are like naked chassis with just the main gun. You can, they can be more expensive if you right if you put like a
1: heavy, um, which heavy flamer. If you're
0: if you're running a vehicle that already has a sort of like mega flamer as its main gun, it makes sense that you might want to stack with a heavy flamer. I'd probably take
1: a heavy flamer, especially if I was running
0: the Hellhound variant. um,
1: Hellhound and a frozen attachment Although oh, I mean, Kittachin. given how yeah, close range, sure. so um, like for example, the main. So let's talk about why we might Take one, the hellhound, the mm-hmm. inferno cannon, sixteen inch range, heavy two d six. Yeah, it's so good. That like, is so good. And in I know that at least in my experience, yep. I actually feel like I often have a little bit more trouble getting rid of infantry as mm-hmm. guard. Versus oh, yeah. getting rid of heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because, like... Las obviously, guns just don't do right. that much. And if you can, you can fire your tanks and your artillery at infantry and, like... You'll kill them. You'll kill them eventually. But, like, we did an unfilmed game uh, against Rick's uh, death guard over this past weekend. Yep. And I was having a lot more trouble getting rid of his um, Plague Marines than I was getting rid of... I could just... His vehicles were just gone in you one turn. You just delete them. I mean, when you,
0: when you have that many big guns, you're yeah. just going to kill that stuff. But
1: then with the infantry, like, okay if you get three hits suddenly you're only killing maybe one or two models yeah, yeah. and that's just not enough yep um
0: they've got the five up whereas it's against a vehicle
1: if you get you know two or three wounds through you've got the potential to do nine damage yeah um
0: you're obviously maximizing your damage yeah. output
1: when you go against a vehicle yeah. like, and it, and it obviously like death guard it's still okay but if you're you know if you're running a list with like you want to do the armor heavy thing, right? So yeah. You've got like a bunch of Lehman Russ or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a Hellhound is an awesome compliment because then your Lehman Russ can really focus on the vehicles or the heavy infantry. Yeah. And a Hellhound, it's like, it get, fills get that, it up front. Yeah. Mow through infantry. And like, if you have a heavy flamer in the hall, that's p- pretty tasty in it's Overwatch so as well. Yeah. And if you kill it, it explodes on a four up and does like. I 3 D three mortal. I think it's D three. So you know, use it as mortal a wounds. as a bomb as well, once mm-hmm. it's done its thing. Uh I think I don't think there's a, anything wrong with the Hellhound.
0: No. It, it is D three, by the way. D Yeah, I think the Hellhound is I think it's the most like surefire uh fast attack option in the guard book. Mm-hmm. If it fills I think like you were saying that very specific spot where I think sometimes guard flounder, which is in dealing with um high numbers of infantry, specifically heavy infantry, um the the Hellhound flamer, its its main gun, and if you combine it with a heavy flamer in the chassis, that's a tremendous amount of infantry killing potential, especially with Kittachins, when you're yeah. re-rolling yeah. The, the number of dice. I love that. That's incredible yeah. on a Hellhound. Not to mention, it's super fluffy that, you know, Catachians yeah. would use a Hellhound. Right. And, and then I love that. And then also, um, the 12-inch move, I mean, it's a fast vehicle. Yeah, like, it is. You can use the thing essentially for screening. Yeah. And it's a frontline defense against charges. Yeah. And you don't want to charge it because it's... It's right, you're basically have to eat a, that a, Overwatch. It's a driving charge deterrent. You know, yeah. I was going to say walking, but that's that would be Sentinel. Yeah, um, which we'll cover. Later. Which we'll cover
1: very shortly.
0: Um, Plus the exploding <sighs> thing, like you said, yeah. it, it's like you can throw it in as a mine <laughs> right. against the enemy. Yeah, like, once it's getting damaged, no one just wants to get close it. to it. Yeah. Like, and it's.
1: It, I think it, yeah, the Hellhound being so cool and and feeling it. Um, obviously, there are other ways to get your anti infantry, but it does it in just such a fun. Oh yeah, way. it's great. Um, I think that makes it a fantastic option and makes some of the competing options a little bit less appealing. Yeah, because like you know, let's let's talk about the Devil Dog next, which is the one that has the um, melted Cannon. Yeah, that's super. It's super cool. It's a good weapon. An, an assault D three, you know, multi Melta. Yep. Yeah with a 12 you know it's got a 36 inch threat range yeah because
0: of the 12 inch move um the uh, the difference is just that guard kind of can already do that right with so many other exactly. things exactly
1: you have a, you have some other options that i think give you a, a bit more versatility yeah think um, of, think
0: about like for example a lehman rust with a battle cannon yeah so
1: easier it's easier t- t- to protect your leman rust
0: it's way easier to protect it because the f- threat range is massive, yeah, seventy-two um, inch range. It's on the toughness battle, eight, can. which is incredible. Yeah, it has more wounds. Big I think
1: it does have it, only one more wound. And toughness eight versus toughness seven. That's huge. Is is si- super significant. It's super
0: significant because that means that melta weapons, like dedicated anti-tank weapons, are now only Only half the time. Yeah. Um. So that's tremendous. Yeah. Um. And then take into account the fact that. Yes, a um, uh, battle cannon is. It doesn't have the AP four, and it doesn't yeah. do D six damage, wow. but it has D
1: six shots. Right, and it gets the benefit of grinding advance.
0: Yeah, so it can fire twice. So yeah. I, I think and really,
1: if you take it in a well, this isn't about the battle tank, but if you take a battle tank in a spirit, you also get the advantage of um, being able to hold objectives. objectives. Yeah, yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So the it's just maybe a bit of a mismatch given the other options available to you, like you but can, it's not bad. It's not
0: bad. You can take it, and if you... if you Let's say you put a Melta in the hull, too. Is that um, an option? I think it is. A multi-Melta in the hull. So, let's just say you did that. Oh, yeah, it is. Any at model. that point... Wow. You know, that's Although hitting on five when you move. Yeah. But... If you sit still with it, and you're already up front, because they're fast, you can screen with them. Yeah. Um, Then you... Yes, you can put out that damage. Yes, it it's a pretty efficient anti tank vehicle, I would yeah. say, because of all, how many shots it gets and stuff. But um, it's just like if you're going for optimization, I think yeah. battle tanks just kind of do yeah. that, but better.
1: Um, and also, say. yeah, yeah. And there's there's also a lot of other non vehicle options in the book that we don't need to talk about. Oh, sure, we'll, we can cover them in another thing. Yeah. Um. That I think fit. The anti tank role in a in a way that's maybe a little bit it gives you a little bit more utility yeah um but I don't think that the that the hell the um it's certainly not bad. I don't think the devil dog's a bad unit and I think it's super cool
0: yeah and it would shred like very heavy infantry squads too like yeah. you could keep it on the move and you could yeah. target
1: I mean the the other thing to mention I don't I didn't mention this. It's the only gun that the hellons have that doesn't auto hit. Yes. So you do still have to roll the hit. It is assault, but you you're hitting on a four. Yeah. You know, so it changes
0: the it changes the entire know. nature of the vehicle. Essentially. Right. Right, exactly. You're
1: not um getting that same utility. Yeah. The the third option, the Bane Wolf, mm-hmm. um kind of a that's kind of a dumb name. <laughs> Just gonna say that.
0: It feels like a leftover name from yeah. when they were coming up with a bunch of cool names. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was like, yeah, they were working on At the on bottom them. of the bin, they were like, we've used yeah. all the cool... We gave all the good wolf ones to the space wolves. Yeah. Does anyone want this? Yeah. And the guy writing the guard book was like, well, I'll take it. Yeah. it's. I guess, if it's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Bane Holf mm-hmm. has the chem Cannon. Yep. That is uh, a heavy D6 minus three damage one auto hitting I, I went over that yep so a cool weapon
0: very good against uh, heavy infantry yeah
1: probably where i it might fall down is damage one
0: damage one and it's short range
1: compared the, to oh yes. the, eight uh, inch range hellhound sorry Flamer. games workshop legal team <laughs> um yeah so super short range which means higher obviously all of these shorter range chassis are at a higher risk of being charged mm-hmm. but this is a very high risk of being yes of being
0: charged yeah. um if you deep strike in you're already at a range that's that's right. something I, <laughs> you can't I,
1: overwatch against the deep strike charge. basically
0: any anything that deep Oops. strikes in you know you always think of flamers as being the perfect anti-charge weapon but yeah. they're shorter range than deep strike range. Games
1: Workshop, if your legal team is listening and you're about <laughs> to sue us for this podcast, please, at least <laughs> before that, consider consider that rule. I just needed to, to vent about this. Yeah,
0: the fact that you can't you, you won't can't, get hit by it. You, even though you must be closing the, the is, distance.
1: It means that when the like. there's two situations with overwatch that drive me insane that I have to talk about that. You can, if you can't see the target from where it starts charging, you can't shoot. And that if it's out of range of a weapon, you can't shoot. Because the implication implies is that you, you look at where they are Mm -hmm. and you go, Oh, they're a little too far away right now. Right now, so, so I, I never, won't do anything between as them they approach.
0: Coming here and and between where they are now and them getting to me, I will never pull the trigger. Yeah. because when they started, at moving, some
1: point, yeah. they're gonna be in range of that flamer. Yeah, you if, if the guy's gonna he's gonna use it. Yeah, and like what if you start at twelve inches away and you're out of line of sight? Why don't you just shoot when they come around the corner? Specifically,
0: if I'm very upset, as long as the unit that is charging makes makes combat, there's no justification for you not being. You should
1: absolutely be able to overwatch if if they if they
0: fail the role. It's like okay, maybe they tripped on a rock and they didn't get into combat. If they fail the role and don't
1: make the charge, and that and so they never enter the range of your weapon, I would say no overwatch.
0: If they make combat,
1: although GW's justification in at some point for failed charges was like they were driven back by the overwatch. Yeah, I, r-
0: I remember reading. So, that. I
1: don't know, whatever. But I would still, from a rules perspective, I would say, if at some point the model is within line of sight and range of your weapons, you should fire them. Yeah. Which, But means I still that probably they, wouldn't take the Bane off.
0: Yeah. Well, that I mean, that's a separate <laughs> rant. I mean, we're that's just talking about the nature rant. of Overwatch. Yeah. It's silly. Which is to say, every weapon... Should get a chance to shoot as don't long even get me started as, as you fly make it keyword. into combat, and the fly keyword is the other problem. And uh, I mean, the less said about that, the
1: better, I better. think. So the chem cannon, I would say, if it is a weird one, yeah. I almost think that it needs a b- and you think it needs a bit more range and probably m- more shots. Well, for, here's the thing. For, although with minus three and Mooney on two plus, but I don't know D six. It's so random. Here's the thing.
0: Is I feel I like the regular Hellhounds' rate of fire is always going to be better.
1: Yeah, and I think that if you were to set to to make the chemcan, say twelve inches, it's a weird one, isn't it? So if it was twelve inches or yep. or sixteen inches, heavy two d six. Wounding on a two-up with AP minus three suddenly it's it's better. Than the wounding
0: the hell on a two-up AP minus three is awesome. It's very and when you, very good. And when you combine that with long range, it becomes a whole yeah. other thing.
1: But, maybe keep it short range and up the shots. I don't know. I would. I feel like I would need to see. So, like, if I'm running this, i I it maybe takes two turns to get in threat range, right? Yeah. Because I, you start even on the shortest deployments, you start what twenty-four inches, twenty-four away. inches, yeah. Uh, and if your opponent backlines, you're like, okay, do I even risk rushing out on my turn one because then his counter strike is too strong? Yeah. So that presents a really big problem that the Hellhound doesn't have.
0: Well, it runs a risk of should you be using it offensively? Right. Or should it be like a charge deterrent?
1: And as a charge deterrent, I, d- I don't... It's, it's a lot not of points invested
0: in, it, in something yeah. to stop a charge. Right. And
1: the Hellhound has the utility of having both options exactly. open to
0: it. I think the Hellhounds utility as in the traditional hellhound uh its its utility is unmatched as far as the th- these three vehicles go mm-hmm. it truly is the most it's um, a very very multi versatile. yeah like and just versatile a
1: ton of fun
0: it's so cool the speed great model the range of that well. flamer it's
1: super cool ford world also has a version of the hellhound which i think is terrible yeah I but that's an option don't know the rules you want
0: for it, it but I don't like. Oh, I wasn't talking about the, the, I talking about the model. Much, yeah. The
1: model is um, one of the most hideous things I've ever seen.
0: The Astra Militarum, like the the Games Workshop Astra Militarum Hellhound, which I think is like almost always out of stock on the GW website. I love that. It, it's it's great. also I
1: think web store only.
0: Web store only is perfect. Yeah, it's a uh, it's
1: you can, however, find the uh, really tiny epic hellhound the little pewter one for warhammer epic or whatever yeah yeah, whatever that was all over ebay that's when you're trying to find an actual hellhound. what's
0: great about that is that that has no function in any living game system but um for those of you still play epic i guess that's great news
1: yeah that's cheap 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 um get them all day
0: really though uh if you're considering fast attack options just in general let's say you're trying to make a brigade
1: or something Mm -hmm. I
0: think hellhounds are they're an absolutely choice. stellar choice for that.
1: Can't go wrong. And I, I, I haven't actually managed to... I haven't gotten the kit yet because whenever I've had the money and the the urge to got, get one, they're not available. Yeah, so but okay. I, I would bet that you could magnetize them and just run them however you want yeah, really easily. Yep. Um, so try them out. Tell us what you think.
0: Yeah, if anyone has experience with the other types please let us know because yeah, i've I'd never be heard interested of anyone to, using those and yeah. they seem i don't think they even exist they maybe they don't
1: um the next data sheet yeah. is the scout sentinel mm-hmm. which i feel like we can probably talk about in conjunction with, with the, the Armored, armored sentinel. sentinel yeah um so the scout sentinel is um i, can't, I shouldn't read the whole profile because we got trouble. basically it's a light vehicle mm-hmm. um it's got uh, a 4-up save versus the Armored Sentinels 3-up save. Yeah, so
0: we can talk about just the differences yeah. between them.
1: And the Scout Sentinel has a 9-inch move versus the Armored Sentinels' 8-inch uh, move. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a decent number of wounds. They're decently tough for their points, which now I believe it's 35 points for each. It is. Um, which I love. Originally, the Armored Sentinel was 45. Mm-hmm. Um, which Very valid was,
0: points drop, I think. I thought
1: it was silly. And Games Workshop does this a lot, and it it drives me crazy. And Eric knows this. They'll make a unit and then they'll make a different version of it. Mm-hmm. And the stats will reflect, the stats will even out. So, like, it might have a strength. For example, the Scout Sentinel has a stratagem it can use, it yep. has a data sheet special rule mm-hmm. that the Armored Sentinel doesn't, and it has an extra inch of movement. Yep. The Armored Sentinel has a better save, yep. but it doesn't have access to the stratagem, the data sheet rule, and it's a bit slower. Mm-hmm. So, you'd look at that and you'd say, okay, they've offset. The strengths of the armored sentinel by taking away some advantages, mm-hmm. but they do this all the time. They also then up the points a bunch. Yeah. So you're like, oh, now it sucks and is overpointed. Yeah, yeah. So I think when they drop the points, it was like, oh, cool. Now I can choose a, a two versions of this same option, and I can decide do I want the speed of maneuverability, yeah, or do I want a little extra toughness, yeah, and I yeah. don't have to pay a premium for something that also loses two abilities
0: it's kind of like um another example i think of all the time with that is gene stealers they have a an inbuilt five up involve and i think a six up armor save or something mm-hmm. but you can spend points to give them extended carapace which gives them a four up armor save but takes away their invul. oh i love that. and they cost more i love that so
1: because then they're worse for c- more points i mean that just seems strictly worse yeah oh, if, you, if you
0: guys are think that's not worse I'm interested to see why you think that because the amount of times you're going up against a weapon with AP value seems more (laughs) than going up against
1: a weapon with no AP value. Right. Not to mention, I guess if you just like purely face like a guy who just runs like like just guns, just Imperial Guard infantry, just fire with no, just Space Marines with
0: bolters. That's if if that's the kind of enemy you're facing. Yes, extended
1: carapace. Sure, all day for that.
0: Any uh, any other? Oh. And I'm pretty sure it loses the uh, swift and deadly advance. <laughs> it can't advance and charge in the Great. same turn, like for more points. Basically, like yeah, it's it's ridiculous. it's frustrating. It's frustrating. But that's not that's not uh, Astra fast attack option though. So. Oh, there's
1: also actually let me. Um, it appears I've never realized this before. Yeah, that the Scout Sentinel can't take the um, the plasma cannon. I don't know uh, if that was a ratat. I don't know if that was a typo or if that's correct. I feel like that is correct. But according actually, to the no, data sheet, that- the armored sentinel, which is interesting because I actually was just, um, well... Something happened and my models aren't in my house anymore. But <laughs> I was going to prime up all my plasma cannons because I was thinking that plasma cannons could be an interesting option on my um, Katachin Sentinels, which I do run as armored Sentinels.
0: Oh, you know what? Um, Battle Scribe does let you do do a plasma cannon. Your I wonder. Either it I'm, may be a mistake.
1: I'm not misreading it. No, well, I'm not misreading it. So it must have been errated. That's cool because that doesn't. It wouldn't make much sense. Um, so forget that difference. That's not a difference. Okay. So the Scout nice. Sentinel data sheet has um, the special rule of Scout vehicle, mm-hmm. which at the start of the first battle round, before the first turn begins, you can move this unit. Um, it's normal move. It can't end c- closer than nine inches. Can it advance? Uh, I think it specifically is nine inches. It just is the nine yep. inch move. Okay. Um, Yes, it can move up to nine inches. Um, that- so the Armored Sentinel doesn't have that. That's a really cool rule. But I I don't know how how you feel about it. I feel that it's may it's maybe less useful than it once was. I agree. With yeah. the with the, the way deeps has of, um, changed turn one deep. But it's still like it's still good. And I think situationally, yeah. I can see myself using it. Um though I almost would prefer to keep my sentinels back and use them on turn two. Or yeah. to like what i did in our game with Rick, i used them to plug like weird gaps in the back of my line where my tanks were yep. and i uh, you know if there's a hole that's just big enough for a deep strike unit to get in yeah. you stick a sentinel there and yep. you know you've got that 18 inch bubble of yeah, yeah. um not to mention for, for you know if you give them a, 40, a long range points. weapon
0: um like a las cannon or right. a missile launcher right. they don't ever have to move
1: from the right. location so if you're running like Cadian or yep. something like that and you want Something that sits in your back line yeah, and is like an anti-deep strike unit. Yep. Last and then re-rolling straight. once. It's great. Super cool. Um you know, it's an option to fill your fast attack slot if you're yep. going for um the brigade. Not to
0: mention the models are just awesome. They are. I love cool. them. You can um, also outfit them with the uh the killsaw or whatever. The right? chainsaw I was just chainsaw. gonna talk about
1: that. We yeah. Eric and I both love the chainsaw, yeah. but the Sentinel even like it it's not good with. It's it. not because it only has one attack. It only has one attack, yeah. Um, and and it's it only it all literally all it does four.
0: is it gives it an AP minus one. Like, yeah, that's all it does. Um, yeah, but you know, it's cool. It's super cool. <laughs> I mean, I I love that.
1: As far as like oh so and the stratagem that this um I believe only scout sentinels can use hmm. is um it's called sorry I should have looked this up before it's. Go Recon, I believe. Yes. You can use it in your shooting phase, and uh, unit of scout sentinels can move 2d6 inches in mm-hmm. the shooting phase, but they can't charge or shoot. But, I mean, you know. Can, can you give them uh, smoke launchers? You can give them smoke launchers.
0: And can you use those the same turn you do Go Recon? In, uh,
1: I'm going to say yes, because in the errata, or in the FAQ, one of the early ones, Games yep. Workshop had said that um like if you advance or like full throttle or whatever order a tank or something like that Mm -hmm. they can still use their smoke launchers because people are saying well it says instead of shooting so if they can't shoot and i think games workshop had clarified no our intention was like it can do everything other than shooting as long as it isn't shooting it can use its smoke launchers so i would say yes you could go recon and shoot smoke launchers great for like a late game objective grab totally and if you're running guard, you've probably if you're if you're running a brigade, you're yeah. gonna have some CP. So, you know, super cool. Smoke launches
0: are also a great thing if you're like we said that the this kind of use of them has sort of gone away, but they they used to be such a terrific screening unit mm-hmm.
1: um, to prevent right. first turn deep strikes. Pop your smoke on turn one. Yeah, because if you if you get turn remove. one,
0: you just put them out front. You yeah. you pop smoke. They're hard and to kill. They're screening. It's... Armored
1: sentinels do have smoke launchers as well, mm-hmm. um, but they lack the scout vehicle rule and they right. can't use that stratagem. Right. Um, per- I personally go with the armored sentinels for two reasons. Mm-hmm. The reason one is I didn't want to. Pa- I didn't want to paint the little driver <laughs> in the scout. Oh, because the
0: armored ones have the covered yeah. chassis. Although, yeah. like
1: technically, the picture of scout sentinels. I, you know you could run them either way yeah they're the same they, yeah. they're functionally the same it's just to differentiate them the i didn't want to deal with it so at first i was like oh, i'll run them as armored sentinels yeah um but also i um I just kind of like that 3-up safe because Sentinels can weirdly be like a pain. Yeah. They're in that weird spot of like, if you fire a dedicated anti-tank weapon at them, you're going to blow them away. Yeah. But you don't want to you waste really an anti-tank waste tank weapon. You really don't want to waste and it And if you them. fire small arms at them, yeah, they're sort of like, a you're going to have to fire more than you want. Yeah. And having that 3-up instead of a 4-up, I think like, you can either force someone to waste, like, one or two anti-tank weapons on them, sparing your tank. Yep. Or you can force them to shoot a lot more small arms than they want. Because yeah. you've got that, like, against a last cannon, you've yeah. got a six up instead of no save. Yeah. And, like, the six, the sixes come up, and suddenly yeah. someone's wasted their last cannon. Yep. On your, you know, your 45, 50-point sentinel. Yeah, no, and I mean, just like,
0: cool. not to mention, like, you know, the... A sentinel with a lattice cannon on it is right. it's, it's just scary enough. enough that you are <laughs> yeah. like, man, I can't just leave it alone. But then you're <laughs> shooting at a sentinel and it's like
1: <laughs> you just feel a little humiliated. Yeah, you're just
0: like, why did I have to do this? Yeah. But they really are like a, a very unique threat that no. um and I think so, is super so valid. Cool. Sentinels, they're so cool. Have always since that model came out. That yeah. is one of my favorite. Yeah, it's one of the things the that made me
1: love. Um, Katatians so taking much.
0: so can uh, you're you're more experienced with this than I am. Can Katatians re-roll the random number on the heavy flamer on the Sentinel?
1: That's my understanding, and that's why I was considering plaza hands. I'll consult the rule. I apologize, guys. I pl- I don't play no, it's right. Forty K as much as I used to, and I. How's everyone doing
0: tonight? Rusting. Or today, whenever you read. So
1: the Katachin rule on uh, any time a vehicle with this doctrine fires a ranged weapon that yeah. makes a random number of attacks, and it has you can re-roll keyword. one of the dice. So yeah, Sentinel is a vehicle. So Katachin. So a plaza cannon or a heavy flamer. I um, think can re-roll with Katachin. Heavy flamer, Katachin Sentinels. That's how I run
0: mine. With especially, I know you're just saying heavy Sentinels, and I agree for the most part. But the idea of a scout sentinel with a heavy flamer on it, because you can advance and still fire. Um, well, the heavy flamer is heavy. Oh, it's heavy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Never yeah. mind. Never so mind you can't. that. So, I would say the heavy flamer really fits the Katatans well because you can yeah. re-roll the random shots, and it, and it lets you keep your mobility, unless you keep your mobility. Um, they're like one of the faster things in the army to still fire a heavy weapon without
1: the plasma cannon though, with the points drop is interesting to me because the plasma cannon is cheaper than the heavy flamer. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I've been experimenting. I don't think it's good. And I'm, and probably everyone in the discord will rag on me for doing it, but I've been experimenting because I glued sponsons on all my Lehman Russes. Yep. I had magnetized them, but the magnets kept breaking off inside the Lehman Russes. Yeah, yeah. And I had to, like, go in with a pipe cleaner and try to, like, stick a new magnet inside. Super fun. So then it's like you've got multiple magnets rattling around in your Lehman Russes, and eventually I gave up. Yep. Um, And I glued the sponsons on. Mm -hmm. So now I have to put something in them. And at first I was putting heavy bolters in because I had them painted and they're cheap. Mm-hmm. And I liked the plasma cannon in theory and put it on sometimes, but it was... But they were too expensive. It was expensive. Yeah. But now the plasma cannons come down and I've been experimenting with putting them on my Lehman Russ.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Because with Katachins, you can... Katachins um, are so good. You can reroll the D6 or the D3 rather. Though, I, I mean, like, Katachins are great. Yeah. But as Cadian, if you're stationary, which you often are, you can reroll the Wands. hmm which it's like
0: then you can overcharge pretty reliably pretty safely yeah, yeah. which is which Especially is really
1: really good as well
0: if you do overcharge on lehman Russes, they don't blow up right they just, they take, just a take a mortal wound.
1: wound which i don't think it was originally that way i think
0: they actually did blow
1: up it first. was like something insane it was absolutely it. ridiculous yeah. but anyway so i've been experimenting or maybe with they that took D3 or, and i thought about um i thought about trying that on the sentinels as well yeah um just because it's a little cheaper than the heavy flamer, mm-hmm. um, obviously I think the heavy flamer is it it has a little bit more utility because it auto hits, it's a great deterrent against charges.
0: I would say it's more reliable. It's more reliable. I would also say the plasma cannon in the hands of Katachans.
1: Yeah, you have a you have a higher chance to get out a few more shots. Yep. Um but it depends on how you're using your Sentinel- Sentinels. The way I use them, the Heavy Flamer is probably the the best option because it, it lets me run around. Yeah. Um, From a fluff
0: perspective... And it's cool. If I were running Katachins, I would absolutely run Sentinels with Heavy Flamers and uh, the Saws. Yeah. And just run around like that. Yeah.
1: The Saw, I... And maybe
0: Hunter Killer missiles.
1: Um, I do have Hunter Killers on mine. I don't always use them, but yeah. I, I put them on because I think they look cool. They look awesome. Um. Just such a cool. Model. The saw is cool. I, uh, I do love fluff, but I'm I'm not willing to pay like the extra point or two or whatever. Yeah,
0: I mean it's to a, use it's it.
1: almost a useless. Yeah, point, it, it is a useless cost. point. You're not charging with your sentinel
0: unless uh, it's a very weird situation. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's the
1: sentinel and the armored sentinel. Yeah. I again. I love. a pair of units i love and i don't think 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 you could go wrong with either yeah Um, i think
0: i would say so uh, of what we've talked about so far i think the hellhound is probably like the the most surefire option like yeah i think hellhounds are incredibly useful in most circumstances and their damage output is like ferocious
1: something to consider though yeah the hellhound is amazing yeah if you're just looking to fill out your brigade... Oh,
0: their sentinels are way cheaper. The scout
1: sentinel you can get... Th- yeah. If you do if you do three hellhounds, yep. that's going to be 300 points. If you do three scout sentinels and you're just like, I just want them to come in cheap, you're taking a multi-laser, a plasma right. cam, whatever. Yeah. It's going to come in at like a hun- 140 points for all three. Yeah. So if you're just like, I need to fill out a cheap brigade, it's way but cheaper. with something that gives me a lot of options... Mm-hmm. Um, and not, and to, and just for the sake of not skipping over them, you can take an auto cannon, um, or, or a missile launcher options. as well yeah, yeah, yeah. on the Sentinel. Um, the auto cannon, I think again, if you're going, KD or something. Yeah. Great. Um, the Especially auto cannon is super cool. The missile launcher. I'm always iffy on because I feel like they're always over pointed. Mm-hmm. They're, cr- they're crappier than a last cannon. They have the two profiles, but I like, feel
0: like they're the games workshop thinks you should be paying. For the fact that it has two weapon profiles. But but they're
1: both kind of bad.
0: It's not like you can... It, it almost feels like they're they're making you pay for the idea that you could use both every
1: turn <laughs> yeah.
0: like you could use you both use a, in a single phase it, the
1: missile launcher it's really he- weird it's heavy so obviously you're gonna do this on sentinels that you intend to stay stationary it's heavy one but it's only minus two yeah so that's like well if I'm gonna sit if I'm gonna sit around and take a heavy weapon I'll take a last strength
0: cannon. eight and d six damage is great and the range is really yeah. good but again last cannon but the ap minus two Strength's is not as so it's basically a less good last cannon yeah or it's like a kind of wimpy right. mortar type exactly
1: weapon. that's what i was about to say the other profile is basically the profile of a mortar but yeah. again i would just if i wanted that yeah. i would take a mortar in my infantry squad or i'd take a mortar team and right. get the benefits of also ignoring line of sight yeah Having a bunch of ablative wounds and being like five points. Yeah. You know? I mean,
0: at least you can say with and
1: you can reroll the you can other re-roll. shots. Sure. But and you couldn't do that on a on a Kittachin infantry mortar team. So exactly. If if for some reason you want that, uh, it's an option for you. I yeah. can't imagine why you would want it. <laughs> You'd have
0: to be an absolute moron to want. Just kidding. Is uh so that's, am I missing something? Uh, you're, you've, you've done sentinels and, and scout sentinels, Armored sentinels and the hellhound variants, but there oh, is the a... rough
1: rider is an index option. That's why I'm not seeing it. Oh, they're not even they're in the codex. They're not even in the codex. I had
0: completely forgotten.
1: I that. was having a moment of panic where I was like, is the rough rider elite or something? No, it's not. It's, it's fast definitely attack, fast attack, but yeah. it's not in the codex. That's crazy. Well, I remember that. I remember being, being, uh, bummed out when the book came out. and so, they weren't in So yeah, that's. That's really weird. But the rough rider, I mean, how many points is a rough rider? So,
0: a rough rider is uh 10 points and in
1: that includes mm-hmm. the hunting lance. Mm-hmm. Um they can take special weapons, right? They can take special weapons. If you aren't familiar with the rough rider because they aren't you don't see them a lot.
0: Apparently they're not even in the codex, but They're not in the codex. They don't make horses. the model anymore. Yeah. They got their cavalry. They're cavalry.
1: But people have done some awesome conversions of like they're often people I think some on, of the most like attachments on cold ones, yeah. which is one I would love to try so my cool. hand at. It's really cool. Yeah, um, I've thought about maybe trying to do something something with those new um, jeans dealer called Motorcycle Guys and yeah. to do a Rough Rider thing. Yeah, yeah. So cavalry, uh, yeah. fast moving. Yep. Um, basically a guardsman stat line Do they have two wounds? They have
0: two wounds but yep. they are only toughness three Unlike yep. a lot of mount Type right, units where get you a get a bonus. plus
1: toughness Yeah, um, They can take If I'm remembering correctly from the index They can take the like plasma guns and Can they take melt guns?
0: Yeah they can take uh, grenade launchers um, They can take melt guns They Ooh. can take plasma guns um, It looks Oh and, and flamers yeah um you can also their their leader can take it's kind of weird he can take a power axe or a power hmm. sword or a chain sword or whatever yeah but the the hunting lance which is like sort of the standard weapon of yeah. the rough rider is something you probably want to stick with because yeah. it's it's really as good an option as they're going to get um i would say in combat so They kind of feel like they're designed for combat, but they do only have one
1: attack each. Um, Four-up weapon skill still, right? Yeah,
0: they have a 10-inch move, four-up weapon skill, and they get one attack. The the sergeant gets two. If you give him a chain he gets three, but he still only gets two with the lance if he has a lance. Um, So the lance basically makes them better on the charge. Yeah. So when they charge, they become strength five. AP minus 2, and they do D3
1: damage. If they take a special weapon, does it replace the lance? Or can yeah. they have uh a... It replaces the lance. Bomber.
0: So a Rough Rider without the lance, as in a Rough Rider with special weapon, is 8 points until you give him uh, the yeah. weapon.
1: Yeah. Um, Meaning the lance mm. is 2 points. How many special weapons could you take in a squad? Sorry, GW uh, illegal.
0: No, that's okay. Uh, I'm not actually... Let me see. It looks like they can take 2. Mm. So um, okay.
1: I was thinking if they could take three, mm-hmm. I could see myself finding an excuse to, to do some sort of weird thing where I had like Kattachins on motorcycles with like plasma guns or flamers or, you know what I mean? Well,
0: the sergeant can take a plasma pistol, so you could technically yeah. take three plasma weapons. Yeah. Um. Obviously the range The, would the thing
1: I was thinking is they can do that a ride from a table edge thing. Yes. And the plasma pistol would be out of range if they did that, right? Because they have to be nine inches away. Well, plasma pistols. Oh, it's 12, have 12, it 12 inch, inch range. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always think six inches for some reason. Inferno pistols have That's six inch range. Okay. And fusion pistols. I mean, and that so. could be kind of cool. Yep. Still. It could be. I don't know. I don't know that given. Getting on
0: fours is whatever. Yeah.
1: I don't know that given. If I was going for a fluff, like a fluffy thing yeah. and I just had in my head that I wanted to do something like that, yeah. I think the Rough Riders, ex- the data sheet still existing in the index is awesome. Yeah. Definitely, because um, it's a it's ripe for conversion. Yeah, um, I I do. It's very cool.
0: A reason that I would like to well, I just want to go. So I play deathcore, and my list has Death Riders of mm-hmm. of Krieg. So I want to go over this because it it kind of makes you feel like Rough Riders just maybe are underwhelming in general, even. At, at um, as low a points cost as they are of ten points a model, yeah. Um, which that is cheap. I mean, ten points is not expensive yeah. for a unit with that speed. Yeah, um, that can arrive on any table edge and that can provide the kind of like one turn of efficient distraction if they make a charge. Yeah. Um,
1: because their toughness is a is a problem. Their toughness is a problem. So, okay. but let's talk about the Death Riders.
0: So the reason I want to bring up the Death Riders is this is kind of what you want Rough Riders to be, and they mm-hmm. just aren't. So Death Riders um, are Krieg Cavalry, and their horses, instead of like the normal Terran horses of Rough Riders or Terran-esque horses, um, the Rough Rider horses, I mean, the Death Rider horses are like um, these weird, giant, irradiated, monster-looking horses. Um, Which means that Death Riders each have uh, two wounds, their Mm. toughness four, and they have a five up uh, ignore wounds. Oh. Which is really good. That's very good. It's really good. I also think their armor is four up instead of the five up. And because they're Krieg, Mm. they have a weapon skill of three up. I love that. Not to mention they still have the same lance weapon. Yeah. And they have two attacks each.
1: How many points are there? That I would have to look up. I can do that really quick. I'm interested to know how they compare. Yeah. I'm guessing based on what I know of Games Workshop, they're going to be like <laughs> 11 points or something, <laughs> maybe 12. Or they'll be cheaper. Cheaper than the Rough Riders. And they'll just be like a some sort of a rude note to everyone in there.
0: <laughs> Special rule. Don't take Rough Riders. Yeah. Um, so Death Riders... A squad of, let me see. It looks like they're 16 points a model. Okay, okay. So, that's,
1: I would still consider them at 16 I points a model. I
0: absolutely think they're valid, especially because, okay, so another thing is Death Riders don't come naturally with that outright There's ability. There's nothing natural about them. There's, there truly is nothing natural about them. They don't come with that, um, ability to outflank and mm. arrive on a table edge. But there is an elite version of them, uh, that's called the death rider command squadron, right? That's And if what you, you take use. that, it allows you to take, um, three other units of, uh, death riders mm-hmm. and a death rider HQ choice. Yeah. And they can all come in using the outflank rules.
1: Similar to that. Is it the Talarn stratagem? Yeah. Or the dagger, maybe. There's something you can do in the guard book that allows you to... out That's yeah. very similar. It's
0: basically like that. Yeah. So if you take this elite's unit, um, which essentially they have the same stat line. Yeah. But if you I take like them instead, you can then... Um, field a whole bunch and they can all yeah. come in with this outflank thing which is you really
1: could cool. kind of if you wanted you could do a whole army themed around that
0: oh yeah and and the the beauty of guard in general is that they're they're so cheap uh like you can fit so much in an army yeah. so like my my krieg army essentially is like three components it's like a super heavy component mm-hmm. and then an infantry heavy component l- front line literally super heavy super it's so it's a solid piece of resin. Yeah. the Macharius Vulcan. It's absurd. It's it's the heaviest thing I've ever picked up in a game of 40k. Yeah. Um, so you have in 2,000 points, I can comfortably run like a large infantry front line. Mm. Um, a super a super heavy two super heavies with artillery support. Yeah. And run this outflanking formation of 20 death
1: riders the forge world and i don't i don't want to keep getting up topic because we did we did promise we'd keep this one shorter but the forge world super heavies um at least that the Krieg have and and the ones i've seen in the book Mm -hmm. they're so they're really cool because i feel like they've pointed them they're in a space points wise where i'm not like horrified at the prospect of taking them yeah like for example i've run i ran the pain blade in the game we filmed a couple weeks ago and i ran it in our unfilmed game last weekend sort of a practice game yeah um and it's so underwhelming every time it's it's and that's not to say it's bad Mm -hmm. because the pain blades main gun is really good it's 3d6 shots flat 3d like it's fantastic yeah it's really strong when you consider the points, the points of um, all its other weapons. Because I, I have a weakness for sponsons. I yeah. think the tanks look like they're it missing their arms if they don't have sponsons. them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I put them on, but that's like another seventy points for the sponsons. And you know, yes, you're getting two last cannons, yeah. but it's a guard vehicle, so you're missing with them. Yeah, if you're um, if you're looking for optimization, it's like five hundred fifty points versus doesn't the the Medusa and the Macharius that you run don't they come in at,
0: uh, closer to four the Minotaur is what it's called. Minotaur. The Minotaur is um, two hundred ninety six points. My God! And the Macharius Vulcan is three hundred and eighty eight, and that's lord. with um, two heavy flamer sponsons. Good lord! Very good, if especially because its main gun can fire twice. If, if it doesn't you move.
1: took, even if you took a Stormlord, yeah, with a similar loadout, it would be like a hundred points. More
0: so, keep in mind that Macharius Vulcan's twice. gun can fire more than a Stormlord can if it doesn't move. Um, I think otherwise, the gun is the same profile, but um, yeah, but it maybe, has more shots if yeah. it doesn't move. And the Stormlord has transport capacity, so right, yes, which potentially, I if you're trying to optimize a list, you could put like nine last Cannon teams in a Stormlord. Yeah
1: please and don't please don't do i
0: this. i beg of you not to do that because it's ridiculous it's the, it's dumbest just the silliest thing, thing it's i've the ever heard of thing. if you want to load it with Bullgrins and charge it up front that's, that's what a cool. stormlord can do that's like cool. that's that please, seems please like a Stormlord's job that. please do that i encourage that i do not recommend or encourage or endorse you or putting mortars Please
1: don't put mortars just don't in it put, under any condition.
0: You realize if you do that, all you're gonna do is make Games Workshop take that away from us. Yeah. And and it's they'll up, just
1: and what they'll do is they'll up the, the points, points of the
0: weapons up. teams. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they'll probably up both. Yeah. They'll just, up the Storm yeah. Lord's points, and then I'll be able to take it even less. <laughs> but so But this is, is a say, this is a whole other thing. All that is to say thing.
0: Death Riders are better than Rough Riders. Yes. Uh, and I
1: I would say very fairly pointed and a very cool unit
0: for a six point upgrade over Rough Riders they get like maybe get some bang five or point. six
1: more stat line yeah. increases
0: and they become the unit that you kind of wish Rough Riders were once they hit the enemy yeah because like Death Riders Two not attacks. to mention Krieg has a has a uh, an order where their units when they die can attack again so um, if you put that order on those units and then they charge in, they'll get to attack when they charge, and then if they're killed in response, they get to fight again during that, that same charge phase or the turn in which they charge so they can use their lances again before yeah. they die. That's so good. Yeah. I mean, like, for a free order you can just issue and then anyone that dies gets yeah. attacked.
1: And the the Rough Rider um, commander guy can issue that order, right? Yeah, 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 yeah the Rough cool.
0: Rider commander is
1: an HQ choice good. that can so issue those orders. So the guard doesn't have... Um, any guard players know this because obviously they're not um you mean there's no rough rider there's HQ no rough rider choice. hq choice in the yeah. book and there's no um
0: so clearly i mean the rules for krieg were written as if cavalry was like a very large right. part of their culture and those
1: and those models are still made by forge World, yes and whereas games workshop doesn't make the rough rider model anymore right. and that's why it's not in the codex
0: um that's that's been the logic of everything they've done so yeah. far so i get that it's a shame, but it's it is, you know
1: it's fair enough. I imagine they weren't a huge seller. Yeah, that being based said, on their rules, I can see why. I can certainly
0: seller. see why, based on the rules, because like when you look at the Death Rider rules, they're phono- they're super fun. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. that unit does exactly what you hope it does,
1: and the yeah, the, I think it's the fact that it can also like perform its role. Yeah, like that's why the Sentinel, which I think would otherwise be a unit you would just write off as like what is what is this unit yeah yeah but it's cheap enough it's and so it cheap does yeah. just enough yeah that you're like uh oh, tell me more yeah yeah like you i'm using it and it's doing a thing yeah. like how cool whereas like the rough riders i feel like you get them and you're like i i love fluff i'm doing this and then you game after game they do nothing and you eventually are just like please not again
0: yeah i mean you you look at it and it looks like a unit that would come in and perform some sort of heroic charge that shifts the front of the battle yeah. they do some weird like you know underdog move and it changes everything but it's like they really can't do that no. i mean unless you're charging
1: probably what's gonna happen is they're gonna get like half of them will get mowed down in overwatch yeah they'll maybe they're, they're, they're no tougher than regular right guard. they'll maybe kill one guy because the five guys four guys who are left if you took a max unit only have one attack apiece. Yep. they're missing half the time. Yep, they're still only hitting at what strength six, strength five. Uh, five. Yep, strength like five. Yeah, you know it's yep. only what minus one. It's minus two. I one think. oh minus two one damage though. Uh, it's d three damage. Is it? Yes, it is d three. So, D3 okay. damage. so On the when charge, you hit,
0: when you hit with your one attack, with
1: your one attack, yeah. And your opponent makes a save. You know that you could have, <laughs> you could done, have done D3, D3 damage. damage. Yeah. But, uh, and then they'll get killed by their attacks back. Even if you're fighting Tau. That's just the reality. That's just the way it uh, goes. And unless they're Krieg, they don't get to fight back. If they're Krieg, right. they'll have done something. Krieg, so, then, so if you want to do Rough Riders, I'd say... Just play Krieg. Just play Krieg.
0: And and I, I can tell you, Krieg are incredibly fun. They yeah. All their rules... And
1: the models are affordable.
0: They're so... Forge World and Thank fun you.
1: to build for bringing, especially that up. thanks to Forge World's new um, regional pricing that they rolled out a yeah. while ago. You can now pay an extra twenty to thirty percent for the the joys of resin. It's great. It's great. So,
0: so to to recap the the difference here, a, a, a Death Riders um, movement speed is the same. Weapon skill is better ballistic skills the same hmm. strength is the same toughness is better mm. um attacks are better i oh, don't know they're immune to leadership essentially uh in shooting oh. like all creek and its armor save is better oh, i don't like that um and the lance has the same profile mm-hmm. for them except you're hitting on threes and you have two attacks instead. that's very nice which makes them actually very good yeah. on the charge
1: yeah i like that a lot
0: um Oh, and the um, horse can attack. I completely forgot. Right? Yes.
1: I mean, the the Rough Rider horse can attack as well. But I I think
0: the Rough Rider's horse is like strength three. I hope so. The the savage. Because we all
1: know a horse
0: is only as strong as as the rider. (laughs) It's only as strong as the rider carrying. (laughs) Um, behind every horse is a strong rider. Strong
1: rider. So dumb. It's the most. It's the safest spot to be with a horse. Is directly if you please don't stand directly behind a horse. Yeah. If you're listening to oh yeah, we do not condone
0: standing directly behind a horse. Don't do it. Uh, What I was gonna say though is that um, the uh, Death Rider's mount Mm -hmm. is strength four. Oh. And it has two attacks. Which means that one for each hoof. Each. Each of its. (laughs) Two hoof units (laughs) equals its full attacks. (laughs) So um, that means that a rough rider, a death rider... uh, Okay, a rough rider on the charge gets two attacks. Mm -hmm. One, the man, and then the second one, the horse. Both Mm -hmm. would be strength three, the hunting lance boosts the man. But he's hitting on force. A a death rider has two attacks. Yep. um, Just the, the man... And he gets the lance. Mm-hmm. He's hitting on threes. Oh. And then the horse is also hitting on threes. And the horse How's gets... it doing that? It just hits with his sat line. So, huh. um, so it has two attacks. It hits on threes. And those are strength four.
1: I like that a lot.
0: So... Death you're riders, getting a lot of you're getting a lot of attacks. Death it's riders, very interesting, are in a very interesting unit. I think for sixteen points, yeah, very valid, especially with the the order to make them fight when yeah. they die.
1: I think, yeah. So well, I think if we've learned anything today, it's that the only way you can go wrong with Imperial Guard fast attack is taking to take rough riders. index Rough Riders. Yeah, that would that would probably not. It wouldn't lead to you being as happy as you could be with other choices yes. in in most games. I
0: think ultimately you would feel disappointed trying, because trying really
1: hard. To I'm just trying not to, to, to. I'm
0: just trying to be real here. If you if you take if you take Rough Riders, I have to assume it's because you're a creative guy or girl. You really um, like this you really like this for a unique unit mm-hmm. the idea of cavalry in the 41st millennium is such a novel interesting concept interesting and a keyword interesting mm-hmm. and um that being said i i feel like you're just going to be disappointed because yeah. that unit will will consistently perform probably less than what you will always want it to
1: but having said that Mm -hmm. in my own experience that i don't want that could be good life training is what i'm trying to get at (laughs) because you'll find in other areas of your life that you're also disappointed and underwhelmed by maybe your own performance Mm -hmm. as a human yeah then, so, like, if you're, you know, maybe if you have a kid who's getting into playing, start them off with Rough Riders. Right. Um, Just break them in quick.
0: Yeah. And then and then the Rough Riders, I mean, and they're then from aptly there, named. From there, yeah. And from
1: there, you start them on Space Marines. Right.
0: Because life is a rough ride. It is.
1: and And then, but then by the time they're, like, 40... They're playing Yanari, and everything's fine. Everything's fine at that point. So, I
0: I will say if you give Rough Rider special weapons like plasma guns or something, it could be cool. There's some utility there. It could be cool. But it's because of how cheap the unit is. Yeah, but like, but
1: saying that, just you probably would take like um, Tempestus. I was just gonna say, yeah, which we'll talk about in another thing.
0: Can I just ask how many points of Tempestus is while we're here right now? Do you? Know?
1: I I I want to say nine. Okay excuse
0: me so potentially you're getting much more bang for your buck by yeah. taking Tempestus. obviously yeah. they don't have the speed yeah but they have everything nine
1: else. more yeah sorry games workshop legal um yeah so you've got a little cheaper but they got a better save they've got yeah. deep. so if you're looking to do the special weapon thing yeah and you saw rough riders in the index maybe and you thought oh cool outflank. um if you're just looking to fit that that Um, slot in your army maybe you can maybe consider something else yes Um, but i think every other fast attack option the guard have absolutely is super viable super and all of them including the rough rider are really cool incredibly cool as long as you don't mind the sort of the maybe the performance deficit you might get with the rough rough rider compared to the others yeah um i would say for me if i was just trying to fill out a brigade Sentinals. given the kind of list I like to play where I focus i am in I'm madly in love with the Lehman Russ. Yeah. I own like six of them yep. and I would love to have more. Uh for so me it's the Sentinel just great. because yep. it's cheap. Um I can take it with a with a multi laser of you know plaza cannon if I'm looking to keep it as cheap as possible. Yep. I can fill out my three required fast attack slots for under 150 points. Mm-hmm. Um if I were doing something else and I was looking to really get like the the absolute best Unit in that fast attack slot, I'd probably take Hell the Hellhound. Yeah, um, really, really useful unit. They're um, just so good. Doesn't like it's filling out a different role too. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, if you're sure. looking for something that is like a great screening option, mm-hmm. and you don't want to keep like an infantry squad back in the corner. That for right. me is why I go with the Sentinel because mm-hmm. I don't. I want to keep my infantry squads screening my tanks and pushing forward on objectives. Yeah. And I want to keep a sentinel on the back. I think that's a really fun way to use a sentinel. Mm-hmm. With a hellhound, I think you'd do it the opposite way. Right. I think you'd be pushing forward with your hellhounds and you'd keep your infantry squads back to screen against that turn two or three deep strike. Yeah. Um,
0: hellhounds which- can afford to be super aggressive, yeah. I think, just because of the nature of the rules. They made them fast enough, they yeah. made them cheap enough, and they made them... Their- their explosion is likely enough that yep. they become a threat even if they die. Yeah. Their damage output is so consistent, especially with Katachin. Yeah. They're just great. They're just great. They're great. great. Yeah. Great. And Sentinels, like you said. Sentinels. Amazing utility and for And both points. awesome
1: models. The Rough Riders as well, awesome yep. models. all of them and, are awesome. And with the conversion opportunities, um if you're looking to do your own Rough Riders, obviously like infinite possibilities. So for many things you can awesome do. Awesome models.
0: The Sentinels probably my favorite model of the three yeah but i'm a
1: sucker for for like walkers like yeah, that it's so but cool. I, you know i love the the imperial guard that just like that classic chimera i chassis. love
0: that chassis i love um, the aesthetic of guard in general yeah. it's just, and, it,
1: and also like opportunities for conversion like if you're mm-hmm. doing the Katachan thing like you know some supplies and webbing and like i love when uh, people put like trap guards i think look really cool as well I, yeah. I put those on a couple of my tanks and i i love how they look yeah Super cool. Um,
0: yeah. Great, great models. You also based your Sentinels really well um, with like a bunch of debris yeah, it's not, and stuff. Yeah.
1: It's not like, it's not the quality of what people post in our Discord, <laughs> but I was pleased with myself. I, but the stuff people post in the, in the Discord blows me away. People in our Discord are so, amazing talented so talented uh, and for someone like me who's like an absolute schmuck when i get my hands <laughs> on a paintbrush
0: dude your sentinels look great i think your sentinels are your best looking models really really yeah they look, i thought i was really the pleased with my commissar. Yeah,
1: guys thank you good. for joining us
0: it's been so good to have this chance to talk to you again Mm -hmm. about um, this time, a specific force organization slot, fast attack for the Astro Militarum in this episode of let's talk tactics. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys Mm -hmm. listening in. Uh, Please uh, continue your activity in the, in the discord and our forum. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, it's just so, it's like, it warms my heart that you guys are in there talking. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been having
1: terrible heartburn for I've weeks. I've been having horrific heartburn, and it's because of you. So it's keep because it of up. all of you. Um, and let us let us know if you enjoy this, and if there's a particular thing you want us to talk about.
0: Yes, I know Jesse's mentioned um, he wants us to do Tau, and he wants us to do yeah. AdMech. I would love to cover Tau, I yeah. don't know, Elites or something. Yeah. or That would be yeah. super fun.
1: We'll see. I don't know how long this one is coming at, but yeah. yeah, these will be shorter than our yeah. two-hour one for sure. Yeah, maybe do Tao as one book just for Jesse. That would do be like cool. A big Tao sit Jesse, down. if
0: you like the idea of that all coming in in one episode, yeah, let please us let us know if you want us to break it up to like to get it over time. I'm not patient enough for stuff like that, so uh, <laughs> let us know what you want. And, you tell uh,
1: us what you, we're here for. You. We're here for
0: you, Jesse cool uh yeah that, so thank you guys so much for listening in and uh until next time
1: cheers bye
0: hey everyone i'm eric
1: welcome to another edition of the Grim Dark tales podcast no i'm here with wait jordan no And, uh, today we're going to be talking about my Warhammer channel. (laughs) My channel!